Cool. Welcome to Slob Cinema. Welcome to the start of Omar and AJ's October Odyssey through a series of horror films. The first of which tonight we start with the Chuck Norris 1982 vehicle, Silent Rage. The plot reads as, In the hospital of a small town, three doctors experiment on a man called John Kirby, a man who has just psychotically murdered his own family. As a result, John becomes a mute, maniacal murderer with the ability to heal automatically every time he gets injured, no matter how bad it is. When he starts killing everyone he crosses, the town sheriff goes after him. But how can he stop someone who can't die or even get hurt? This was Omar's pick, mm-hmm. first of the month. Yep. Uh, Omar, why don't you... Uh, this caught me um, <laughs> completely off guard. Yeah. Uh, given the choices you told me and the genres you've told me that you were going to pick from, this is none of those, and it was a complete, although I recognize the title, befuddling experience. So why don't you tell us why you picked Silent Rage? This is, uh, it was part of the, the nine-pack Blu-ray that I got. That has, like, stealth and, like, <laughs> volcano and, uh... Uh, vertical, uh, vertical limit, uh, yeah, and like avalanche or blind like, fury, like kung kung fury, and uh, 1982. This is a uh, one of those uh, hollow. Well, it's a rip off of quite a bit of movies. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, mostly Halloween, but it's Halloween kind of, one and two. Yeah, pretty derivative of like a lot of other things. Um, Cinematically, I mean, they they even rip off uh, The Shining, um, mm-hmm. Axe Through the Door, and everything. Um, this is one of those, uh, my aunt had this on VHS. You say aunt? Aunt. You don't say aunt? I say either or, which, mm. whichever. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever suits you. And, uh, yeah, sometimes I switch it up, sometimes I say aunt, auntie. But I don't bring them up much, so I don't really remember what what I'm actually <laughs> saying at the time. Clearly, she had the VHS, and the it was either yeah, and it was like playing. You said I, you you said you were six. It was something like that. So I was if young. that's the case, it's got to be a VHS or a VHS recording from a TV showing. It, yeah, and I don't think this was playing on TV back in back in that time. Could have been plenty of time in between eighty two and. 92 93 and it was a rated r movie so i don't know but late, i did late night on usa and it was uh it just kind of freaked me out how like it was like okay this guy is like this is the bad guy but the bad and bad guy can't like get killed and kind of the first five minutes was kind of messing me up because i mean the dude he's like very maniacal beginning like it's all loud it's very uh like crazy and the kids are screaming the wife is uh yelling at the kids and he's just like a sweaty mess um and it's kind of amazing that he even was able to procreate and have a wife and actually have a family but then he like uh, he's calling his his doctor and telling him like I, I'm gonna lose it, dude. I'm you know, and that's the start of the movie. And that just little chunk of the beginning was what 
I experienced as a kid and it was very intense and then when he finally kills them it's like scary and the dude uh that actor who plays the the ugly dude uh what's his name Brian Libby uh Ron Perlman looking motherfucker like a very ape very lanky Ron Perlman like a scary ape like creature and like when you when you kind of like look at like uh maybe like a sasquatch or like one of those like kind of like one of those middle evolutionary neanderthal type things you're kind of almost like right away scared of it because you know it's way stronger than you it's probably mm-hmm. going to overpower you and just kill you it's like one of the gorilla men from uh from <laughs> uh, uh, pr- uh primal and uh gendy tartakovsky's it's uh that's what's sort of scary about it because uh he just hated his life and then mm. it's like um after that you know he he becomes something else but even at this moment when he was just a crazy dude who had lost it was was pretty scary to me as a kid when i saw it in one of the movies you ain't supposed to see but it's like oh chuck norris is in this he's wearing a cowboy hat it should be fine he's gonna win but a lot of this movie we kind of noticed that uh chuck norris is not much in in this movie and so you don't it's not one of those like chuck norris versus the bad guy movies it's kind of the bad guy throughout a lot of the movie and a lot of that was did freak me out as a kid so i always remember it being one of those halloween ripoffs and i was like "Eh, it can't be that bad and worth a rewatch it stuck with you because you saw the uh, worse version of better versions that you would see in years to come. Mm-hmm. And I and this is I mean the indestructible, sneaky killer who's able to walk up within seemingly inches of his next victim without them noticing. And anybody who's like stalking in that manner, like a nonstop manner, is is pretty scary and. Uh, and I, me seeing this before all the stuff that the movie is stealing from is also it also all usually takes an impact, you know. Like imagine s- someone seeing like, uh, like Ready Player One mm. without seeing any of the other movies, or like Slither before <laughs> seeing The Thing and Videodrome. Yeah, many uh, derivatives in this. This is just like uh, kind of a mash piece, but. Um, I, I did appreciate the way the movie looked. I mean, this was in a uh, Blu-ray. There was no big deal about the transfer or anything. I mean, uh, not a bad-looking movie to me. It had a lot of those, like, 70s colors. Uh, those houses with, like, the blue walls, the green walls, yellow walls. Probably had, like, the yellow toilets and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, pretty simple. Like, the, the music um or lack thereof there wasn't much yeah and it probably was the same song playing the whole time right yeah they had one very john carpenter-esque cue Mm -hmm. near the end yep with the killer like opening his eyes but besides that very minimal synth score yeah like just like a boom 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 Like a pulse. I mean, the but then, weirdly, stuff. there would be whole fight scenes or like 10-minute sequences where there would be no soundtrack at all. 
You would like just hear like the you just rubbing. hear like foot stamp, footsteps and like <laughs> cloth people moving, fabric rubbing. Yeah, um, maybe that's where the silent rage is about. Yeah, it's like, no music. <laughs> the movie is literally. We're silent. in a bar. There's no jukebox though. Um, do you do you find Chuck Norris stoic or just boring, Dumb. boring and bland? Mm, very boring. It's like even in even his... in like arguably his best movie in my opinion, Invasion USA. Mm-hmm. He like can't even pull off the simplest of like one liners. He like just has a complete black hole of charisma. He gave us the it's time, but it, he's got a look. He he looks good. We see him shirtless a few times in this. We see him only shirtless or in his sheriff's uniform, and. Uh... You know, he's in his little jeans. He doesn't uh, what they would ha- what they would call in the old 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 days a uh, command of the camera. Let's say he has a love interest. Her name is Allison. Um, she weighs ne- seventy two pounds. Played by Tony Kalem. With the, she was in The Sopranos, I believe, and uh, she wears the same outfit every single day for like. The timeline of the movie is pretty interesting because we don't know if it takes place over we don't know. two days, a weekend, mm-hmm. one day. And if it's one day, that's a lot of fighting in one day. <laughs> She's wearing this uh, sleeveless sweater with stripes with a, a white blazer over it. And then white khakis. Like, like khakis and then baggy. tan cowboy boots. And uh, sometimes she takes the blazer off to kind of detract from her wearing that same outfit every day. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like, well, if Chuck well, is... Then, yeah, and then lots of times she'll have sex, get naked, and then put the old clothes same right back outfit. on. Same outfit, yeah. So it could be like weeks, months. I mean, we don't know how long this like uh, this monster was running around uh, uh, John Kirby. That's like the main bad guy. So I, I picked the movie... Um, it's obvious we could pick like a like a Halloween, a slasher, uh, and this is just sort of different in the sense of okay, this guy loses <laughs> loses his mind, kills his family, then the cops kind of he literally does a shining to his wife before yeah. hacking her in the head and also bopping yeah the tenant below that lives below them mm-hmm. or in the hallway across from them. Where with an axe. Where previously we had seen the killer sort of bop wood with an axe in the backyard. Where he just kind of like taps it. And then he gets up and he taps the other guy in the head. And the guy like falls apart <laughs> with his head split open. That must have been a sharp ass night uh, mm-hmm. axe. He, he didn't need to use it like any force at all. He and just kind of yeah. like let it down. And so like that was like the whole... Uh, I mean right away you're just like okay. Like the shining here. Even like the door looked uh-huh. exactly like it. Yep. Um, the lady was screaming, he kills her, so then, like, the cops show up, uh, Chuck Norris shows up, and, and they shoot him, they kill him, and this is where the mad science, uh, starts, he, uh, right, they take him, uh, um, in there. Ron Silver, aka, aka Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. The and- Serpico of our film, uh, the main, uh, sort of drag of what you might get from this film if you used um what's the big ai app everyone uses uh chat gbt yeah yeah if you put um (laughs) 70s al pacino in halloween with bar fights and tits 
Yeah, like a oh, you mean like a like a AI, like an AI art. created algorithm, mm-hmm. or like you, you the might videos. get this film because it's um, at least initially. Uh, spoiler spoiler alert: Ron Silver does get killed and turn in, turns into a gray alien <laughs> near the end of the movie. But um, they really put the paint on him on that one. But uh, basically, uh, Serpico and uh, the the fat deputy of Chuck Norris's, who we still we never looked it up, but we he either was in. Porky's or Animal House or some other fat guy comedy. Um, these two are sort of Animal House. Yeah, was it Animal House? Yep, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen first. Okay. Yeah, so Ron Silver is sort of the main doctor, but he's kind of superseded by this slime ball experimental doctor who just so happens to have. Um, superhero serum grape juice in his back pocket william finley that was uh dr that was the, paul yeah from uh, phantom of the paradise he was another doctor and uh dr philip that was uh stephen keats okay, he had stephen a little, keats. little he had mustache little, yeah wicked mustache he so, had he had the grape juice potion they had the the wicked science uh mm-hmm. they just wanted what was the purpose there they just wanted to create some freak well, it's kind of interesting how it just cuts to them being like, let's try the juice on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the juice? How did you get it? How did you make it? Mm-hmm. And why would you pick the guy who just killed his wife <laughs> and whole family? I think they were impressed with like his body said, type. Yeah, they said his his brain died, but his body was still trying to live or something along yeah, those lines. Uh... His body was extremely resilient. And they wanted to do like a regenerative, regenerative uh, type of thing, or like he was able to heal quickly, or something like that. They were testing it on him, um, which it's like, okay, let's get this like pump. psycho and pump him full of Welch's grape juice. <laughs> let's like make him even let's more make him crazy, indestructible, more let's, potent. Let's make this nutball even stronger. Well, speaking of potent, um, you would think that. Uh, Chuck Norris is going to be like the hero in this or really doing something, but he does just fucking for most of the movie. He's they, just uh, screwing. He, he, he screws uh, the lady friend twice in the first 30 minutes. Yep, Allison. And then for the next 30 minutes, his only real scenes are, are cut twos of him coming to and from his truck to a house. Mm-hmm. And then the last 30 minutes have him fighting the bad guy for about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and through the whole 90 minutes of the movie he says maybe 14 words (laughs) ron silver kind of took over for a big chunk of the movie i mean like it was like him and the and the other scientists yeah honestly the scientists these ugly motherfuckers were Mm -hmm. the main protagonists of the movie really Mm -hmm. that was probably the best part where it was just like them just like kind of I guess tinkering or trying to figure it out, and then uh, the the moments in the labs were always like kind of shot like piss yellow, mm-hmm. <laughs> like weird. Well, there's a bag of piss and a bag of grape juice <laughs> for this guy that like sort of I guess mixed. Mm-hmm. But um, there is a speaking of references, there is another um, Frankenstein homage where the the Doctor Keats or the the actor Keats, the Doctor Phillips, I should say. Is saying live over and over again to the reanimated corpse. So uh, there's another little homage. Where was that from? Frankenstein. Of course. There's a lot in Hacks. this. I uh, 
The I, fat. I think the fat cop was the hero of this movie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even like. He eats two burger dinners. Yeah, he per does. order. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's a badass. He tells a long-winded story about putting a dog in a freezer and killing it, and then he gets almost hugged to death, and then left for dead in the hospital. He was the the comedic relief uh, for this. Why didn't he fart? At very all dark. I know you'd imagine like he. Why didn't he like? Gun. Why didn't he like bend over and his gun goes off and falls and then he farts in surprise? How did he die again? He got he got super hugged. Oh yeah yeah. And then he was <laughs> like like, you know Chuck Norris shows up doesn't say anything because he doesn't know his lines. Mm-hmm. And then the fat guy's just like he hurt me, he hurt me real bad. And then the next time we see him, he's just kind of like slumped against the wall. Like Chuck. Chuck really never brings anything no. to the table. He's like a walking brick with a mustache that roundhouse kicks people. I wonder, like, how was he during his, like, casting? How was he able to, like... Is it because of the martial arts or the... I think so. He was just a white man who knew karate. Mm-hmm. When he was in shape and everything. And they were like, wow, you could be like a ninja. And he's like, no, how about a cowboy? And they were like, okay, how about a cowboy that does karate? So yeah, they. I mean, it it starts off hot. I mean, the 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 monster man. He kills the wife again. Then they figure out how to, you know, create him into some freak. It takes a good forty minutes before mm. the Terminator man even begins to terminate people. And he his, his first victims are Ron Silver and Ron Silver's autistic painter girlfriend, mm-hmm. and who, then, who leaves to get pizza while. Uh, Terminator Man kills Ron Silver, puts him on a hook on the door, and then kills the girlfriend. And she finds his like weird, like E.T. in the in the creek when he's all gray and looks like a dried <laughs> dog turd. Yeah, that and it was kind of an unnecessary scene. Be- but before that, we do get the POV Halloween shots of him picking up a knife, looking through the house, mm-hmm. going through all that. Yep. So they, they kind of just run through that and then uh, unnecessary conversation between uh, the people who are about to die. I don't know. And they do like a one shot um, trying to be kind of stylistic with it. Like you said, with the with the POV and everything. And uh, um, like you could tell, like the director just watched a lot of movies and just kind of took from that and try to make his own thing. Um, so after this, what happened? Well, so the main... Honestly, before we reach that point, before they fully reanimate this dead guy, Kirby, the main subplot of the movie is this gang of bikers in town that uh, Chuck Norris and his fat partner come across in the cafe where the fat cop orders two burgers, two burger dinners, and Chuck Norris orders a cheese and onion omelet, hold the onions. Fat guy gets the onions. He asks for them. And uh, the bikers kind of tease him a bit and say, we'll meet again. And then there's a, that's this is where the bar ruckus is, where we see uh, whole pitchers of beer poured over big biker bosom girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, no jukebox, no music. And uh, Chuck Norris comes in and roundhouse kicks all of them. And they presumably die from roundhouse kicks. Yeah, this movie's got some nudity. It's, it shows some boobies. It's, yeah, there's like a whole scene like... Not only Chuck Norris's fuck buddy in the two scenes that they screw in, but also just like bar wenches just 
literally blatantly opening mm. up their vests and shaking their boobs. To which the fat cop reaches both hands out and says, "I'm in love," <laughs> and makes the squeeze hands. Yeah, almost, yeah, he want he wanted some of that uh, old girl with the with the with fake, the fake tattoos, tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, but. Uh, not much going on. Like you could tell, they just kind of were like uh, losing their way during the movie. They were just looking for time to include to elongate any scenes that did have suspense, and to sort of tuck in as many roundhouse kicks as Chuck Norris could give without actually having to act. And yeah, and what, and even then, um, action wasn't like horrible. Um, but just, just nothing, nothing like outstanding. Um. Any scene with a weapon wasn't very well handled, but when it was time to just kick and punch and wrestle, it was pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get the sort of Kevin Williamson scream script of running up the stairs horror trope, like three different times the damsel in distress runs up the stairs to get away from the killer mm-hmm. and then gets killed. Yeah. The, um, There's also a fat taxi driver homage where the fat guy in a cowboy hat in the mirror kind of shoot points his gun at the mirror and does the you talking to me sequence from taxi driver. <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, I don't know. I think uh, this movie was just made uh, by committee of sorts. Yeah, just a lot of ideas, um, but just kind of taken from something else i mean it's not a bad movie it doesn't look bad um it has a few different things you could probably appreciate in it but if you're looking at it from a certain lens or you're gonna be like oh this is like this this is like that then you ain't really gonna like it that much you know i i enjoyed it for what it is um you got there's a ton of movies with just killer silent killer chasing um and a lot of these horror movies steal from each other anyway so i mean i don't think this is such a horrible uh movie to watch not a bad time to pass um the 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 bag everything was kind of bland with a chuck norris movie um and if you're one of those like completionists, you want to see what this is about. I mean, it ain't it ain't that bad. It's just a lot of. If you've seen enough uh, horror movies, you'll know that. Um, this is just you. You're not gonna see anything new here, so you might be disappointed, or you, you just might dismiss it altogether. So, um, take it or leave it on this one. Really, I can't see watching this. Um Without the impact of seeing it as a six or eight year old, mm-hmm. I really can't. Other than maybe late night TV, and you see it, and I guess maybe you're infatuated with Chuck Norris, and you have to see everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I won't probably choose to ever watch this again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting just because I, I haven't ever watched it, but I remember that in Hot Fuzz, there's that scene where they're in the supermarket, and uh, Nick Frost throws that DVD in the five ninety nine DVD bin, and you see a copy of Silent Rage in there. Oh, yeah. And I was always like, "What's that movie?" <laughs> and now I know. Yeah, maybe there's maybe there's a fan club for this or something, but uh, yeah, like if 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 you got like a vast knowledge of movies, it might just affect your 
you know, you're you're viewing. I will say there was a pretty impressive practical effect that was probably pretty easy, but still looked pretty good. Was the cutting of the of John Kirby's uh, torso to prove that he could self heal immediately mm-hmm. when they're cutting him open? Yeah. Um, whatever that prosthetic was, I mean, for a really low budget, shitty Chuck Norris movie, that was actually kind of impressive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess silent rage. Cause the guy after, besides his first phone call to the doctor where he says he's losing it, he's, he's mute. So I guess he's the silent rage. Yeah, that's uh that's what I figured. Um, but also Chuck Norris was also not very verbose. So maybe he also was silent rage. Yeah, that, that's all of his movies, though. He don't really talk well, much and all that. He, he can't talk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well. Silent Rage was the uh, perhaps interesting nonetheless, but perhaps less substantial first viewing of October. But you know what? I'm happy I saw it, Omar. So what's your uh, rating on this? Silent Rage... Is gonna be. What was the last one we gave to? <laughs> I don't remember. Um. Oh boy. <sighs> yeah, I mean, oh, this might be. See, there was. Omar kind of gets me because there were some shots and some compositions that prove there was at least someone behind the. Oh, I think Halloween. Uh. Halloween Ends was pretty low. Can't, I mean, that was a while ago now, but I just remember us both kind of giving that a two, I think. Anyway, I give this uh, Chuck Russell quasi-horror flick a one-and-a-half-star review. Okay, I don't think it's that bad, but I'll give it like three stars. Um, you can't really fault a movie for, I mean... It it wasn't bad looking. I don't think the the story was super basic, but it nothing was like whoa, this movie's bad. Like to give it a one and a half, uh, it's nothing outstanding. Um, it's easy to dismiss it if if you know so much about movies, but if if you just wanna uh, spend a little time with it just to kind of see what can derive from what the halloween movies were or like slashers or the main killer the quiet killer um and it did different things in it you would get a little more excited because chuck norris is in it but he doesn't really bring much to the table a lot of the supporting characters bring a lot more um and i it's not bad but it it just depends. It depends how you come into it. It depends mm-hmm. how you watch it. And it, it you know, if, if you ain't having fun with it, then you you just won't. And it's a dull, quiet movie. It's uh, sort of creepy, but not. So it's you you can not watch it altogether. Not you're not really missing out on much. Let me uh, footnote it in that I had fun watching it. Not a waste of time, but the reason I hold back on the two is that there are plenty of two-star movies I have on Letterboxd that I've rewatched, and I don't think I'll rewatch this. Mm-hmm. Hence the lower gradation. 
Yeah. And I, I don't, this director didn't do much. Like He did like three major motion pictures and then like 10 TV movies. Yeah, a ton Both of them. Both pretty basic names kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the writers of this movie only wrote this and one other Chuck Norris movie, which is something like uh, Good Guys Don't Wear Black, mm-hmm. I, th- I think is the title of it. Um, so yeah, I think there, I think if you want a Chuck Norris vehicle, there are plenty of quasi better ones. I will say that this is probably just for those who have an interest in slashers and the combination of Chuck Norris with a slasher. This is probably, you know, the only one you're going to get. So in that case, it's, it's worth it if you're interested in that. But, um, overall, this was a goofy roundhouse kick laden, goofy, Halloween ripoff with Chuck Norris's mustache. Blonde mustache, not his ginger mustache. This has been Slob Cinema. Thank you for listening.